You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> and this is one of our best ofs for 2016. So these were all voted on by you, the listeners, who gave us comments on our Facebook page or emailed us or sent us something on Twitter. Mm. So we chose these based on that. And this first one that we're going to be playing today happened about episode 1640, I believe. And it's, it's a little while back, a few months ago. It's a little while back. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a double whammy because we were talking about Sarah's apartment complex. Oh, I have a weird apartment complex. It's very strange. And this just adds to the mystery of this apartment complex. And we kind of detail a little bit about the history of it. And then this really, really bizarre thing that you discovered. And it hasn't been opened ever since. Like, I haven't seen it since then. Just this one time I was able to see it. Okay, that's just strange. And we also go into my theories on it. But in the middle of this uh, tale of Sarah's apartment complex and what she found there, we also get interrupted by a spam caller because I had our Skype number up. 503-575-9120. And somebody decided to take that and call. It's one of these spam things asking for a, wanting to sign up your business for some kind of account. Asking for all of your personal information, you know, everything that you have. And it really drove me nuts. So in the middle of this, I decide to answer that and also proceed to discuss um, a business idea that I had with the person calling. So that, that kind of interrupts the middle of it. And then we get back into talking about the apartment. So let's get right into it. Let's do it. Here's the first part of this best of episode. It is the tale of the apartment and Derek's fishing hole. I'll let that explain itself. Yes. I live in an apartment complex uh, here in Southeast Portland as well, about a couple miles away from Greg. Um, I live uh, closer to like the Hawthorne district and my apartment complex, as I've talked about before, used to be an old uh, loggers hotel. Yes. It's been a lot of things over the years. It used to be a hotel until I believe it was converted to apartments in like the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. So it's been apartments since then. But I mean, it's kind Probably of it's a weird old building. How many units would you say? 60 units? or Probably like 80. 80 units? Okay. 60, 80 units. Okay, yeah. something like that. It's pretty big. It's it's many stories tall. And it's very old. Weird which hallways. Which means when the big earthquake hits, I'm totally dying. I mean, oh, that's yeah. just, you're, I'm done. Yeah, you're done. That, I was I'm actually, not going to worry about that. I was awake thinking about that tonight. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah that's happening. Um. But uh, so my apartment's really weird and it's been so many things over the years. And I think when they've remodeled, they haven't quite filled in things or like uh, taken out things uh, as much as they have just kind of covered them up or like, mm-hmm. you know, closed them behind a locked door. Well, let's go through just a quick rundown of things at your apartment complex. Number one, when you first moved in, there was the crazy cat lady down the hall. Yes, the angry cat lady. Angry cat lady who would stare at you or anybody that showed up there because I visited a couple of times and she glared at me. And then she was like walk down the hall and like walk behind me and like kind of peek around the corner mm-hmm, and to stare see at what you. apartment I lived in. It was so creepy. Yeah. And then she'd yell at me all the time and she'd scowl. I'd see her on the street. I'd be like, oh, hello. She'd be like, <laughs> she'd like make noises. Oh, like growling yeah, noises? Talk, yeah, she'd make like a noise. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And then, so so that happened, and you had, yeah, Crazy Cat Lady, and then she mysteriously disappeared. You had Hot Fish uh, Girl that was in the apartment complex. Oh, that complex. was the loud girl. That's, yeah, that was kind of a complaint thing. And then you have the, the next-door neighbor humpers, then you had the humpers up above you mm. with the owl humpers. They, they sounded like owls. And then you had the weird girl who was right next door to you who claimed to be an attorney. She's still there. Claimed to be an attorney. She's totally an attorney. Living in an apartment complex in Southeast Portland in 80 units. you have to be an attorney in order to afford an apartment in Southeast Portland at this point. Uh, I don't think it's quite. It's bad. It's, it's bad. It's pretty damn terrible. I'm just saying. Uh, soup Guy. There was Soup Guy oh, also. Oh, Soup Guy. He lived a couple yeah. of floors up and would leave soup in front of your door. 
Like he'd leave me present soup. Mm-hmm. Yes, present soup. There was the mysterious bathing suit top that disappeared. Oh, my bathing suit top. And which then we it, never did solve that no, mystery. No, no, no. Yeah, because I had left it down in the laundry room and someone then had left it hanging from my doorknob. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where apartment. we're getting into some of my theories. So that happened. Just weird. Disappeared for two days and somebody brought it back, not even knowing. Technically, they wouldn't even know which apartment complex it was or which apartment uh, you lived in. No, nobody knows what apartment I live in except for yeah. the real attorney that lives next door to me. The quote-unquote attorney. She's a real attorney. Sure she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so so the, all that's happened. Then recently, things have really spiked up. Okay, I, actually, I take that back. There was something else that happened for quite a while ago because the basement of this building, which I have been in also, has a bunch of storage units and like a bike rack thing. Yes, yeah, like most of the units, like some of the units get um, a storage unit along with theirs because like my apartment's teeny tiny. I would have never been able to move in there with all my stuff if I didn't have the storage unit. So it's like a decent sized storage unit. Yeah. So I can keep like some you know, like furniture you're not using and like, but that's, but therefore it makes it look, it looks like a storage unit down in the basement and it looks terrifying. It looks mm-hmm. like a murder dungeon kind of. It does look like a murder dungeon. And it looks then, like people are being kept in cages. Like those don't look like stuff cages. They look like people cages. Well, maybe they were. And so, so in addition to that, a while ago, and there's still a couple more things before we get even to, up to what, what you have found now, there was when you were snooping down there, I believe with your friend Lisa, you two were snooping away. And you discovered that room. There was a door that was unlocked in mm, the basement. A fully furnished that you shouldn't have gone in. Room. That you went in, and it looked like somebody was living down there. It's yeah. not an apartment. And this was like way far down. So I was talking about all the cages that people have uh, for their storage. Or this people. was like halfway, like three quarters down, like as you're going to the back of the apartment building. So it's pretty far back there. And then there's just like a space where there was a uh, where there was like a gap in in the cages and there was a door there that I'd never seen before and um and yeah. what did Snoopy do Snoopy opened the door <laughs> well the door was a ajar oh sure that means you can just walk right into it i mean it's apartment property so i mean i thought that it would be okay god dang it we keep getting those spam calls uh I mean, it was my apartment, so I thought that it was okay. So, I mean, looked in. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. There was an old sewing machine. Um, there was a lamp with, like, feather boas on it, I remember. Mm-hmm. A carpet. There were a couple chairs. The walls had, like, cur- like curtains on the walls. And then the creepiest thing was a poster. Remember this? Yes. An old-timey poster that just said, Big Brother is watching you. Yeah. With the, with the face on it. Like, this this is not made up. I have a no, picture this, of it somewhere. Like, yeah, you there was posted a, poster a picture said, at one point. Yeah, Big Brother is watching you. And then there was, like, a big mirror or something. Mm-hmm. So, this so is that all down ha- there. And... You had the person who had packages that were being delivered, but they never picked them they up. They never picked them up. There's a new one of those in my building, which I was kind of worried about because it's like it's like free baby stuff. I think they got on some mailing list because it's like I don't think there's not a baby in the apartment. Building, okay, we're starting. By to, the way. Okay, I have theories about where this is going. So there's wait, somebody's delivering baby stuff to your no, apartment there complex. Are these- there are these boxes that have baby pictures on them, you know, like for, from like Babies R Us. And this or is by like a community, like where you'll get your mail. Like it's our community mail, mail area. Yeah. yeah. And so I know this person lives in the building and I know that they don't have a baby. I actually really do know this. <laughs> Wait a minute. How come you have never talked about this? All right. This is. Wait, they're getting baby stuff delivered to them, but they don't have a baby? I, yeah. They, I don't know if they have a baby or they got on some mailing list because, you know, you get weird shit in the mail sometimes. But it's like free, like here, here's your free baby things, and like there are these boxes, but they keep piling up in the hallway because she's not picking up the free baby things. Wait, baby. wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay, how often had you have you had baby stuff delivered to you? I suppose never. Yeah. 
I can tell you I've never had that happen either. I don't think that's an accident that she is having baby stuff delivered to her. But you said she does not have a child. She does not have a child. No, and, and she's oh, never picked it boy. up. It just stays out there. It's the same box. I think it's a spam box or something. It's a baby thief. We, we a, have... Okay, I'm... We do not have a... Actually, I have even more ideas. Okay. Oh, man, I've got so many theories to get through. All right, really quick, though, just to run down the other strange things before we get to the newest strange thing. There was thing the Narnia the uh, junk mail box. Oh, yeah, the junk mail box where everybody would shove their junk mail through this slot, and then it turns out it was there was no bottom to it. There was no place to remove the junk mail. It was just a slot in the wall, in between the walls, that people were shoving mail in. And then eventually... It never occurred it, to anyone to, you know, empty... Yeah. Ever in, in like the five years that I was there. So 400, 500 pounds. Who knows how much junk mail. It was enough to land on bicycles and flatten all the tires. <laughs> so, I mean, it was. Burst through the Burst through the, the floor. ceiling. It was enough to break a pipe. To yeah. burst a pipe, to break through the things. Um, yeah. And to flatten tires of the bikes that it hit below. And then there was the uncovered room. Yeah. The hidden room that was just discovered recently. This was a couple of months ago where they were. What was it? They were doing some work on. Something and they were fixing. I I, I believe they're fixing some sort of pipe issue because it, it, that's more toward the center of the building, and they had cut into what they thought was the wall to get into the pipes, and as they cut through the wall, uh, it turns out that there was a room that was not on the plans that was right next to the mailboxes, like this just random room. It almost looks like uh, I don't know. It's about it's probably about almost roughly the size of the studio, about like ten by ten. With the um, lower, with the lower ceiling, this is probably this is bigger. So like it's yeah. probably like uh, like ten by ten. Okay, the room was, and it, it also had a dumb waiter in it, like dumb waiter access. Yeah, because somebody had clearly been living in there, and yeah. they sealed them up. Nobody, they didn't find any bodies. I was there when they had just discovered mm-hmm. it. And the reason is, let's get into my theory now. And this is but yes, what but I've this been room, talking I, about. I will say that I did talk to the landlord, and the landlord did specifically tell me that this was not in their blueprints. And they didn't know where the they did. They had no idea that there was a room in there. And the reason this is where we get into my oh, theory. Jesus Christ! It's not a hundred percent true, but it's about as true as you can get. I mean, I can't find any plausible way it's not true. I believe there is a man that lives in the walls of oh Sarah's building. Oh my God! That is he not clearly true. has places he can go. He's got. He had his hidden room in the basement, so which like, you invaded. He's got his other hidden room on the first floor or whatever whatever floor it is. He's like the Phantom of the Opera. This man has been living in the walls. Now, he was raised in this apartment complex as a young child, but he was ostracized. He was trouble. He was was a problem. It was in the early 1900s. And then he decided to escape from his abusive parents into the walls where he lived the entire time. And they knew of it, but they shunned him. They moved. They got out of there. The kid sealed himself up. Then, moving into the walls, he was able to go from apartment to apartment because nobody's there the entire time. For him... Every every room in that building is his apartment. Because what? You're not there right now. That's his apartment right now. He may not sleep there tonight. He may sleep somewhere else. He's going through your fridge. He's going through your things. He's trying on your clothes. And then he'll scatter like the wind right back into the walls and scurry through. Now, I think a good sign was the fact that you had that bug in there the other day because he brought that up when he was running around. He's hidden in these walls for years. He's lived there by himself. Wait, he why is, is the, the wall bug man. a good thing? Well, the bug's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. Oh. It means he was just in there. Probably Wallman had opened up the walls and was in there, scurrying around your room. You came home suddenly. He wasn't expecting it. He closed the door. The bug had already gotten out. The bugs were in there. That's because he was just in there. You just saw the evidence. Now it kind of sounds the like Wall the Man, Temple of Doom mixed with the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, there's bugs in there. So Wallman is scurrying around, 
all through this building. This is where he's lived, I don't know, 40, 50 years? Oh. I don't know. Who knows how old Wallman is? But he's there, and you've he's been disturbed now because you broke into his uh, little abode. He'd, he'd made himself in the basement. That's been years, then, though, because they locked it after and, I went in there. And then they sawed into the wall and discovered his one hiding spot where he could sit and watch everybody coming into the building and do whatever... Wallman wants to do. He has access to the old dumbwaiter system so he can scurry wherever he wants to go, get into every apartment. And now there is further evidence that my theory that Wallman lives in your building that has just happened. Sarah, please explain the new evidence you've uncovered. I don't want to. Oh, fine. Did I? Well, no, I don't I know how do to. I will do it. All right. You don't know how to. And I'm not going to have you haphazardly. All I know it. is the picture I saw, and that's all I needed. All right. Wall man's real. Wall man, Wall man is, is not real. real. Wall man is, is real. Wall man is real. So yesterday, <clears throat> in the same basement to which there are the uh, most likely ex-human cages, um, now there are storage yep. units for people. Uh, that's also where everyone keeps their bicycles, the ones that were also flattened by the 500 pounds of junk mail. That had not been cleaned out for years. So anyway, so I'm there. They've you know they fixed the junk mail system. I no longer fear parking my bicycle down there. I went and uh, locked my bike up. And it's always weird because they have a couple weird con- like people who work in the building that will like do odd jobs. Like they'll be like the repair people or like cleaning or um, you know, like fixing broken things. I think that randomly my um, my landlords give these people like temporary apartments in my building. So I'll see them all hours of the night. And I'll see them. It's They're hanging out there. The repairmen are hanging out at all hours of the night. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it's not normal. It's not terrifying. Well, yeah. somebody's got to bring Wallman supplies every oh, now and then. Oh, shut up. No, so anyway, so mm. it, it had first, scar- uh, first startled me because there's this, do- this first door that I never see open. I've seen it open twice. And that's where the video system is in, in, our, uh, in my apartment complex because they have security cameras. And so I've seen it cracked open before and I've never been able to go in there because there have been people in there every time it's been open. But I got to take a peek and there are some Wait, TV screens. So you snooped. I looked. I accidentally grazed my eyeballs over the room. Like that's just what happened. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So I saw these. So I saw this one particular con- uh, construction or like worker. I don't know. He's a worker. He doesn't just do construction. I see him doing a minion, a helper. Was, uh, the minion. He was a minion, and I see him and I recognize him because he's been there for years. He was the one a long time ago that uh, was responsible for moving my scooter. Remember that? Oh, that, that's, that's a, a whole, whole separate thing. Yeah. I'm just giving Greg just a little... If, you, if you're an old-time listener, you'll know what that means. But um, So I saw him, and he's in the room, and it startled me because I had my headphones on and I was and my helmet, and I was uh, you know getting my thing off, and I see something move out of the corner of my eye, and of course all I'm thinking is bugs, and I see it, and it's just a, you know, a guy, and he just kind of looks at me, and I like wave, and he kind of smiles, and then just slowly shuts the door. I'm like, okay, that's creepy. So park my bike. And uh, after I usually drop it off, there's a back way to get into uh, the building, so I don't have to go all the way uh, back outside and around the building. Another entrance. Another entrance. Okay. And next to that entrance is a door. And this door has been always sealed, deadbolted, and U-locked, like, since I've been there. Wait, deadbolted and U-locked? Yeah, it had a a deadbolt with um, with a lock on it, like one of those, right, like a master lock. And then it had like this weird U-lock thing that was also master. And it's on the side where you're walking, so you see that. I can tell you right now, that's not keeping something. That's not keeping you from getting in. That's keeping something from getting out. That's what that's for. Mm-mm. There's a reason the lock's on that side. 
It was odd. And then there was always, yeah. it had this one tiny circle in it. Well, it still does. It has this one tiny circle that was cut into the door. It's about, uh, I don't know, like an inch and a half in, uh, in diameter. And it always has a, a security camera coming out of it. Wait, it's, what? Yeah. This has always been, it has a glowing security camera. I always thought it was a fake one because it just, it, it has a security camera cut into the hole of the door and it's there and you can see like the little lights So it's around. watching you when you walk by? Yeah, if you pass by and go up the stairs to go back into the building, then yeah, there's a security camera on that door. And it also points back toward, if I can give you some perspective, uh, that the door is facing the uh, the units, the storage units. Okay. So basically, like, it can see down the main aisles. There are, like, three or four rows of storage units, so it can see at least, like, a couple of them. Okay. If someone, like, passes by, they get over there. All right. So let's point to that. So somebody can watch from inside. Okay. Or gather it, that if it's a security camera, they can pictures. watch from anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that has been closed and locked forever. I've never seen it open. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. I then just who's, figured I just figured it was like the electrical system or something. Who's maintaining in there? the security camera? I don't Greg, do you want me to continue my story? I'm wanna, just asking I'm speculate after. Just speculating. Okay. Continue on. Continue with the story. Sorry. So I I finished locking up my bike and I see this and I'm like Oh my god! I see this. Uh, you know, when you're very familiar, like I've locked my bike downstairs hundreds and hundreds of times, and yes. uh, when you finally see something, and it kind of throws you off because it's different than the hundreds of other times you've seen something. And I see this like blue out of the corner of my eye as I'm getting ready to head up the stairs in my apartment. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I look, and then it kind of clicks. I'm like, wait, that door with the security camera that's always been like locked, like two or like with two or three locks, is open. And there's nobody around. Like, I saw that weird guy who was on the other end of the of the basement kind of slowly, like, smiling and closing the door as I saw him. Wait, weird man was smiling at you? No, he kind of smiled. I, I was like, a, hey, and he kind of gave me a hey. And, like, closed the door, like, as he was looking at me. I'm like, that was creepy. But uh, You got to give him a name. Carlos. Carlos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Carlos was smiling at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I see this, I'm like, holy shit, I've never, I didn't even know, like, I thought it was going to be like a bunch of wires or like like electrical panels or something. Wait, I so it was no just idea. cracked open? It was, no, it was, it was, yeah, it was open. It was open. Like, somebody had swung it open. Like, all the locks were off. They weren't broken. Like, the locks were hanging from their hinge it, things. It got out. It did not get out. And uh, so I saw this, and I had no <gasps> idea what it would be. And it was so weird. I know who Wallman is. You okay, anyway, all okay. right. So anyway, I'm like, oh my god, shit! I, I get to finally see what's behind this door. So all I can see is like a little like glowing blue kind of thing. I'm like, that's weird. What's going on there? And so I finally walk up to the door, and I st- and you know I didn't step inside at first. I'm just kind of looking in and, and looking around, and it's a giant old air shaft, painted blue, that goes all the way from the basement up to the very very top of the building, and then opens up into the sky. Like it's Wait, one of those an open old, air an shaft. Open air shaft. That I have never seen before in my building that's painted. And also, the weird thing was, there are many weird things about this. It was very odd. Um, and it, it's always been locked. I don't know why it's always been locked. It had the security camera in there. And it was painted bright blue. The inside of this old, like this weird, like, I don't know, kind of uh, ma- like matted, I don't know, like a little, like faded bright blue. Okay. Like at one point it was... How wide is this shaft? It's probably about like five feet by like... And it was longer... Five feet? If that's how you held out your arms, that wasn't five feet. What is that, four feet? That's... No, that's like three and a half feet. Okay, so probably like three and a half feet by like five, six feet. So it's longer when you walk in. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. And uh, and it was all blue. So it was, and you know, since it was sunny yesterday, this is making it glow blue, which is why it looked blue when I saw it out of the corner of my eye. So just straight up. Now, is there a drain at the bottom or what? No, it was just completely one hundred percent all cement. There was no and drain. just complete open air. Complete open air. N- yeah, now that you mentioned it, yep, there was no drain. Unless there was one in the corner that like was bu- next. But there was probably one maybe in the corner. Okay. Like uh, where, I, where I'd stepped in because there's a lip of the door. Uh-huh. And I stepped in. There was probably, yeah, because it would have to drain with all the rain and everything. So there has to be one. But yeah, it was open. It was not, there wasn't a glass top or anything. I could see birds flying across. Like it was completely open air. Okay, it's being asked. Uh, Tony says, "Sure, it was not an old dumbwaiter shaft. I don't think that would be open air. No, not it wasn't open site. air, and, and it was also lined with windows. They weren't like there were windows that looked into the shaft. There were windows that looked into the shaft. Wait, like usable windows? I don't know if they're usable or if they're painted down because some of the windows in my building are uh, old and they're like that blurred, the blurred glass, so you can't see through them. Uh huh. And like sealed shut. Yeah, and they'll be painted. Like, there's a lot of things in my building that are painted sealed shut." Like little, um, like old, you know, like milk delivery doors that are everywhere in the hallways and everything. Milk delivery doors? Mm, that's where like the milkman used to, would, would stick the milk delivery. Into the window? No, not into the window. They're along the floor. So basically it's like a little door next to your, uh, to your apartment door and they would open it and like for deliveries, people would like stick the delivery in there and then you could open it from the other side. Do you have one of those? Yes. But you it's, have a but little it's sealed, door? But it's sealed. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea about this. Okay. Anyway. Um. All right, so you've discovered the shaft. That sounds wrong. But the the key is what else you found in there. Yes, it was kind of weird. This is where my evidence, this is where my theory really comes to fruition. All Sarah, right. tell everybody what you found. All right, so I did find... In the hidden shaft that's been locked from the outside the entire time. You've lived there for like five years, and now more is revealed. Yes, so it was open... And I did look up and I noticed these little things because I was just looking straight up and how like tall it was and it was like this tunnel to the sky basically, and um, a tunnel to the sky. <sighs> and uh, then I started noticing these little orange things. I'm like, what are those hanging? And it was the weirdest thing. They actually somebody at some point in time. I don't know how they would have done it, but. Um, they strung up a bunch of like paper mache or like plastic, some sort of like papery plastic product, a bright orange goldfish, like these these makeshift like goldfish were dangling like across like and around the shaft thing. Makeshift goldfish. Yeah, they were makeshift goldfish, and I do have. What's that from? Damn it. Can I interrupt really quick and just answer this motherfucker? Sure. Okay, we're interrupting in the middle of this segment. This Just do it before you hang us up. Hello. This business has been pre-approved for a small business advance. This opportunity is straightforward and very simple. If you are the owner or decision maker and have been in business for at least one year, we can get you approved for an advance with no collateral. Oh my. No minimum payments and no advance payback schedule. And Just the best part is you yep. decide how to use the money for your business. The information is free. So to learn more, press one now. To be immediate Thank you for reaching this call is being recorded for quality assistance. Am I speaking with the business owner? Yes, sir, I am a business owner. Okay, sir. 
Are you uh, seeking additional information on receiving? I'm sorry, cut out there for a minute, young man. Would you like to receive more information on receiving capital for your business? Well, yes, I would, actually. That would be a wonderful thing. I'm always looking to expand and extrapolate my business properties in more in a more uh, efficient manner. Certainly, absolutely. I'm okay. a capitalist. <laughs> okay. Have you been in business for uh, six months or longer? I've been in business for 37 years, young man, and I appreciate a little respect okay. on that matter. Well, of course. I mean, all, all, all due respect. Um does your company make at least fifteen thousand per month in gross? Well, you know it ebbs and flows with the situations and the economies and the matter on who's president and those kind of things and who's in the Senate. But you know, generally speaking, I would say yes, I am uh, quite successful at what I do. It's a very unique product, but I am looking to expand. Okay, I could transfer you to a fund manager, and what they'll do is let you know what funds are available. Okay, that sounds. I'm sorry. Yeah, may I have the name of the company? Well, I would like to just let you know. It's uh, Derek's. Yes. My name is Derek. And it's okay. Derek's Fishing Hole is the official name of the business. Derek's Fishing Hole. It's fishing, no G on the end. Oh, fishing, okay. Yes, and Derek, two R's, an I, and a K, and then an E at the end because my mama was, was weird. Okay. I uh, respect it, man. All right, so let me transfer you to my fund manager. And uh, you'll hear brief music playing in the background, Derek, but I'll still be on the line, okay? Lovely. Lovely. All right. One moment, Derek. Jesus Christ. I took off my Hello? Yeah, one moment, Doug. I'm, I'm still on the line with you. One moment. Oh, no problem at all. No problem at all. I was just looking forward to the music, like some tunes every now and then. Hi, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doug. Hello there. Yeah, I'm still here with you, Doug. All right, I'm still here waiting for the fund manager to come on the line. Sounds great. You ever do any fishing? Fish yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite, quite new to it. Uh, I do expect to go fishing soon. Hey, hey, I have Derek on the line. His company is Derek's Fishing Hole. Derek, nice uh, talking to you, sir. You have a good day. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Good afternoon there, Derek. How are you today? I'm doing all right there, All right, it's good to hear. All right, Derek, so you're a business owner that would be interested in some funding. Sound right? Well, we're looking to do a little bit of expanding on my business. As I was telling your compatriot there, I've been in business 37 years, doing really good with my fishing hole. I'm a fishing man. I live it. I breathe it. I swim it. That's what I do. So your business is uh, basically referred to as a fishing hole. Is that right? It is correct, sir. Now, the fishing hole is on my property. I own that property outright. The city cannot invade that, and uh, the rules are according to me. Now, what we do is I've uh, dug a very, very large hole, and uh, we have it lined. We've got different tanks for different kinds of fish, uh, so people can go out there. They can get a bass. They can get a cutter. They can get a scooter. We've got some bottom feeders, depending on what they want, depending on the season, depending on uh, what the runs are coming in. I got you. I, I, I heard the catfish like hot dogs for bait. Does that sound right? That's true, but we don't deal with catfish too much, but I do believe they do like that. Okay, okay. 
So what is it that we could use some money for there? What, what was your first name again, sir? My name's Derek. That's D-E-R-R-I-K-E, because my mama was strange. So here's the deal. Here's what I'm looking okay. to do. I've had this fishing hole going for a while, but right now... I've been looking at what's going on in the media and what people are wanting, you know, and, and there's a lot of other fishing holes that have opened up and people are doing all kinds of different things with it and they got their own uh, systems going and I need to stay one step ahead of the game. And where I'm at right now, I've got private property and I've got enough room I can't expand. I just need some money to do so, but I need some more holding tanks for what I'm aiming for. What I want to do is I want to get into some more bigger, more sport fishing, but in a more controlled environment. So you don't need to go to the ocean or go down to the Floridas or the Mexico's or wherever. You can go into my backyard and you can fish your own big game right there. All right, man. So is this thing generating revenue where you uh, deposit into a business bank account? Yeah, I mean, I do deposit it. I mean, what do you think of that idea? You think that, I think that's a pretty solid plan. I'll take feedback. You like sport fishing? Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't call a, a hole in the side yard sport fishing, would I? Well, no, sir, that's the thing. You're not understanding where I'm going with. We can get the big fish. So you don't need right, to fly up somewhere else. You can hunt them right there in my backyard. We'll get a big hole. So It'll gonna, be like, deep. Drop a blue mar- you're you're, you're, you're going to drop a blue marlin and I'm going to troll my 68 Viking through there and catch it? Well, you don't have to troll. That's the thing. You don't have to worry about bringing in a boat. It's going to be a very big hole, and you can sit there, and you can fish whatever kind of big game. I'm, we're, we're, the thing is, it's unregulated property. We can have marlins in there. We can have a big old halibut in there. Hell, I may even put some, well, I don't know, one of them blue whales, or whatever the whales are that you can get, you know, that, that, that no regulations, like I said, and we punt that back there. And that way you can do whatever you want to do. That sounds like a hell of an idea to me. Let's get it going. Can I buy in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, sir. How big how big a hole you want to dig? <laughs> yeah, there's the limits the bottom, right? That's limits the, limit. the bottom, man. We'll go all the way to China if we have to. All righty, man. So like I said, no government regulations on private property. Where are we going with this conversation, you think? Well, what, sir, I would like to do is get some funding. You called me. I want to know what you can do for me, quite honestly. We got, we got some funding programs for you, my man. So, but we're going to be limited by the amount of money you're generating now, unfortunately. So talk to me about that. Well, why don't you talk to me about what the levels are, and then I'll give you a little bit of what I can give you. I mean, I'm just right, yeah, I'm just laying out a golden idea. Now I'm wondering, can I trust you on my business side? Right. Oh, I know you don't know yet, but you can certainly trust me. I'm 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 all about a blue marlin in a in a golf pot, fishing pond or whatever the hell it is. It's a fishing hole, and it's a big hole at that. Uh, hey guy. Might even be our slogan. Right, well, maybe we could put a driving range on one end, and they can hit golf balls over the top while we're fishing. Sound good? Oh, that's a possibility. You're going to love being part. You're going to love being partnered with me, bro. Well, all right then, we can definitely think about doing that. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I know. 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to decide right now. I'm going to make some thoughts about this because the thought I'm I'm a little bit confused on this whether or not I'm ready to get into business. I got other prospects, I got other people interested in my fishing holes, and I got to line up all kinds of lines on getting them fish in there. You know, without the government seeing, probably have to get a launch pad or a landing pad to helicopter them in from the oceans. So that way, people can hunt them. But tell you what, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to decide on what I want to do, but in the meantime, I'll give you a call back. You don't call me, I'll call you. All right, well, hold on, bro. You don't have my phone number, so I did want to get, you know, like a, a, a file of this podcast that we've been making here. A file of what now? I think I'm on some kind of comedy podcast. How's that sound? Well, sir, I received your phone call. I know. I didn't call you, though. You don't have my phone number. You really want to do business with me? I've been looking to do business. All right. So, look, let's 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 roll this a little further here. So, you know, it sounds like you got the time. So how much are you depositing a <laughs> That was enough. <laughs> you did good. You did good. Well, that motherfucker. So let me just say this. This is unrelenting. They this just is- call this that was the fourth time while we were doing this show that they call from that number and I've asked to be removed numerous we times. We ask every day to be removed and it's that same damn company every day. And uh yeah, it's it's just getting out of control. So, anyway, back to where we were at. So I was talking about the goldfish. Yes. Yes, yes the goldfish. Okay. All right. So I did actually take a picture of this. So the thing I did, I was looking at the, you know, at the the old air shaft that was painted blue uh, that I'd never seen before walked in and I was looking around and finally I noticed that somebody had dangled little orange goldfish across the uh, like across the like the entire thing it was the most strange thing to see and that is the thing like that's and, that's the sign so who could get up there like how high up were these the goldfish probably about like 12 we're back feet. to the shaft here yeah back to the mystery shaft the tunnel alright now I'm gonna post a picture right now of of the shaft Oh wait! Why didn't that post? Oh, you you gotta you gotta go to a different thing. You can figure that out. Well, I'm asking you some questions yes. here. Uh, so you're going to. So it's in the shaft. Somebody has strung up goldfish in this shaft that has been locked and sealed for who knows how long with a security camera on the other side. We haven't even gotten into the security camera as far as where that goes because that's something I really want to know. Was it was it wired into something? Who's monitoring that? Was there a television monitor back there? Could somebody see what's happening? But more importantly, someone has put up... Now, were these like paper goldfish or... They were like paperish plastic. And at first I'm like, oh, maybe they're like some sort of, um, you know, like flags or like some sort of notifications of like, I don't know, like some construction thing. No, but then I looked and I could see as I was like standing on my tippy toes, I could see like they were styled as if to look like goldfish. Like they had little mouths and like tails and things. Oh, it was odd. Oh, that's weird. It was really odd. That's weird. And what that is, is clearly a sign... Back to Wallman. That is a sign of Wallman decorating what he thought was his private property. That was his private area, and he decorates it with goldfish. The goldfish probably have some kind of meaning because somebody's put them up there. I mean, and you're not fucking around. It really is. There's goldfish strung up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's creepy as no, hell. In this, in this place that has been locked up, and it really isn't close to any windows either because I'm looking at the picture, and the way that as low as they're strung down, like there aren't any windows below that. Oh. So I quite don't know exactly... What's happening? <sighs> okay. Further evidence that my theory is true. Wall man lives in there because there's no way you can get those things that high up the wall. What's the highest up it was? 
Uh, I can't tell. I don't know. I was really afraid that the uh, that Carlos was going to come out and like tell me to like get out of. I the, mean, why the, would there be goldfish on the walls I don't of know. this air shaft? I don't know. It was weird. And there is a picture of this. You can go to funemploymentradio.com. We'll put it on this episode. Mm-hmm. <sighs> man. Oh, man. Oh. Yes, it is Wallman. Wallman no, is, is the wall reason. Man. There's no such thing. You are seeing the evidence right before your eyes. Either Carlos is Wallman, which I doubt. I don't think Carlos is Wallman. Or he wanted you to find that. This is even more weird. Okay, so you said when you were looking at that door, you turned around and you saw Carlos slightly smile and close the door to his little room? No, no, that was when I was locking up my bike. He did that before, before I was walking over. Because he knew you were going to find it. He wanted you to see the air shaft. He wanted you to see the goldfish because he knows you're getting closer to discovering the truth. Maybe he's letting you in on it. Maybe he was testing you I to see been, what like, you would do. I have been like almost the longest. I, I'm thinking if, if I am not, I must be in the top like three of the longest long-term tenants. He there. is trying. He is trying to get to the bottom of what's going on there. Or, or he's trying to <laughs> clue you in to it. Sarah? What? I don't want to say you're in danger. Because I don't think you're in danger, but, you, but I think there's going to be and, do- and ghost right I now? think there's going to be a lot more revealed to you because they're testing the waters. They've chosen you. Seeing how comfortable Wallman has chosen you. Now I don't know what that means, but Wallman's probably pretty lonely, and he sees you and you shun other people in the apartment building, and you s- scurry into your little hovel. You know, you're scurry into my hovel. <laughs> well, I don't asshole. mean it. I don't mean it <laughs> that way, but you know, you just you got, you got your studio apartment. It's your you shut, lock yourself in there. I do. You lock yourself out from the outside world. I mean, I'm not saying it's a hovel. It's not in bad shape. It's a very nice studio, but it's you know, it's it's your little box that you hide in. It is, and I love it. Much like Wallman hides in the walls and in his air shaft, where he's left you a present. Of goldfish that he's made because he thinks you like goldfish for some reason. It was very clean in there. I think that was... Maybe they opened uh, it to clean it. Uh-huh. That's probably why it was open so that they could clean out the or leaves. Or maybe it's things. kept clean during that time because Wallman keeps it clean. It's Wallman. You have somebody living in the walls of your apartment building. That's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. There are, there are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is what's going on. Whatever, Greg. That's what's happening. Okay. Wallman. It was My odd. theories have been proven true. You're going to find out more and more strange and things going forward. they still have kept that, uh, that room at the end of my hall that they discovered that wasn't on the weren't wasn't in the blueprints. Uh, it's still sealed up with a piece of plywood. Or like uh, whatever the big, like a big, you know, piece of wood. Yeah. Covering it. They haven't done anything. It's been months. It just sits there. That creepy room just sits there behind like a thin piece of wood. Oh, man. It is kind of creepy because I pass by it. I, I can see it from my apartment every day. I'm like, I know there's a room in there, and they haven't done anything to repair it. They're just leaving the you know big wood board there. It's just there, so that way he has easy access. Mm. Oh, man. Sarah, this is just... I'm really, really learning a lot right now, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not... I'm just a little nervous. Maybe you. Carlos is trying to warn me, and he's not... Actually, that's, that's actually a good point. I think Carlos is trying to... Yeah, Kel says that. Yeah. That Carlos is warning you? No, yeah, I think that he might be warning I don't think me. he's warning you. Carlos would be way more in line to be up, uh, in in uh, league with Wallman. I think Carlos and Wallman have an understanding. Carlos has been around a long time. Carlos lives down there. Wallman needs a little bit of help with Carlos the outside world. Carlos is pretty world. young. Well, Wallman needs a little bit of help with the outside world. 
Like food and stuff? Well, no, he steals food from the different apartments because he's got, basically, he's got 80 apartments that he lives in. Yeah. Just uh, never one for There's full nothing day. There's for him to steal from me. Surely somebody's on vacation at any given time in that apartment building. I think I have some equal packets and uh, I think a little bit of white wine. Well, maybe he doesn't eat so much from your apartment. Mm-mm. But there's others, I'm sure, that have food, <laughs> like normal people in their refrigerators. So I'm sure he's finding somewhere to eat. You know, maybe he just likes to go to yours just to chill out, just relax, lay down on those pile of clothes that you got and just uh, take no, a little No, I finally snooze. got brave enough to move the take pile of nap. clothes. I decided I wasn't going to let the bug break me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to let the house centipede break me. Mm-hmm. Even though I still, like, I like I can go for, like, bits of not thinking about it for a few minutes now when I'm there, and like, but I still can't go barefoot in my house. Yeah. Because I'm afraid I'm going to step on it. I'll never sure. be barefoot again. Okay. Never. All right. Mm-mm. Well, wall man. Yeah. Wall man's in there. So there we go. Oh, That's the theory. Man. More proof. Oh. If you have any theories of why there are goldfish hanging in an air shaft... That's been locked with three locks and a security camera on it in Sarah's apartment complex, and it's not Wallman. Please email funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. All right, there we go. That is uh, the tale of Carlos and <laughs> the Wallman, and I still think this is very much a possibility. Oh, I don't like thinking here. about the Wallman. Wallman's there, always no, watching, always judging. I don't like to think about that. All right, this next one was sent to us by several different people oh who gosh, claim so many people say it was <laughs> one of their favorite things of 2016 on this show, and it's during Sarah's World of Crazy segment that we get. You the shouldn't tale. even say what it is. I don't. Think I just let it go. I think you should let it go because if people know that this is one of the favorite ones, they're going to figure out what it is. Okay. Let it speak for itself. It's a phrase that I think is going to continue on into 2017 for this show. And for some reason, it just accurately sums up this show for no reason at all. It doesn't make any sense, but it just does. But it makes all the sense. But it makes all the sense. Yes. But it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense. Here it is. Right here on Fun Employment Radio. So a best man has been arrested and is now serving 20 months in prison. Now, this is the best man of, you know, like a groom's, a groom's best man, best man, friend. All right. A best man is now in jail for 20 months after swindling a groom who was his best friend, along with 16 of his other friends, out of over 8,000 pounds after collecting their money and then failing to book flights for a stag party and lying about having terminal cancer. Whoa. This guy stole money from all of his friends, then didn't book the trip, lied about having cancer, and is now serving 20 months in prison. So if you think you have bad friends, this guy's kind of a shit. Uh, So this guy's name is Martin Galvin, 30 years young. He was sentenced and ordered to repay the stolen funds, which totaled over 8,000 pounds, which is a lot of money. So the stag party... Yeah, that's a hell of a party they were going to have. So, I mean, it's 16, but still 500 pounds a piece. They were flying somewhere. Is that what you... S- yeah. So they were going to fly to Prague. What is that like? For the stag 750 party. bucks. Okay. I guess if you're flying. Yeah. Still, that'd be a fun party. Uh, so they only realized that the money had been stolen and the trip had not been booked when all 17 of them arrived at the airport oh. only to find out that they had no flight or accommodations reserved whatsoever. Wait, they just trusted this guy to show up with the... They trust... The groom trusted his best man. Yeah, okay. The best man at his wedding. Fair enough. To get all of the stuff together. That he had organized it and they showed up at the airport ready to go. So, oh. uh, so the guy... The guy who stole the best man who stole the money that was also at the airport, and he tried. He said that he was blaming the travel agents for di- for doing the wrong day. It's Wait, like, he showed up still? Yeah, like he was trying to like. That's like sociopathic when he's showing up. He's like, oh no, they booked the wrong date probably. Like even though he has all of their money and didn't book anything. So the groom had asked Galvin, his closest friend, to be his best man at his wedding before he had even proposed to his future wife. So uh, Galvin. 
uh, was constantly distracting him from wedding plans with problems about payments uh, for the stag party. So, uh, so he was. Uh, so the groom kept asking the best man like how it was going, and he's like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine. I'm gonna get taken care of. I'm getting taken care of." Then when he couldn't push it off anymore, that's when the guy said that he had cancer. Oh, yes. What, what, what does that have to do with? When he said that he had cancer, it was absolutely de- devastated for him and his family. I offered to take over organizing the stag party, but he insisted, stating that a group a groom should never have to organize his own stag party. Oh, so he tried to get a little sympathy to ease him back yep. him off. He a said, bit. "How could I not feel guilty? I felt like I had put too much pressure on him to get it done." Oh my god! So this, what a what a psychopath. dick! Not only did he that's, steal all the money, he that's convinced a the guy. Yeah, he convinced the guy that because of the stress, he was getting bowel cancer. All right. I've I've got a story here. I, I won't okay. interrupt you until you're done. But no, this is the this is basically another bit. Okay. So um, yeah, so he screwed over everybody, and uh, he's never and the groom has never seen him since. And this guy's now serving 20 months in jail. I kid you not. This actually did happen to me when I was um, I was living in a house with uh, one roommate who was a really good friend, and uh-huh. and then uh, her brother and her brother moved, and so we moved in one of my roommate's friends. My, my, my good friends, you know, friends moved in. Mm-hmm. And this girl, from the second that she moved in, we'll just call this new girl um, uh, Sally. 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 Sally moved in, and I didn't really know her very well, but she had this dog who was just like a terror and would like eat everybody's food and like tear up the carpet and it, just just a little monster and like destroyed the carpet in the room she was renting. Mm-hmm. Just like dug through it. And um, as it turns out, I wasn't the one collecting the rent. It was my other friend who was doing that. Wasn't paying rent. And eventually, they had to... They they got her to move. Mm. To move out. But she still owed a bunch of money. And these two were good friends. While Sally told my friend that she had a heart problem. And she had to have surgery. And that's why she couldn't pay any rent. Oh, and she was really upset wow. about it. And then my friend was really upset because this was one of her good friends. Like, has to have heart surgery. And it's like some major issue. And there's like crying involved. A couple months go by. She doesn't hear from her. Finds out, nope, there was no heart issue. She made that up. So she didn't have to pay the rent. That's awful. And uh, that's legitimately, that's what happened. Uh, my friend found her and punched her in the face. <laughs> These are two girls. She went and, she went and found her. Uh, yeah, my, my friend is not somebody to fuck with. And she was like, fuck that. Like, she made me cry over this and not, and she didn't pay that's me money. awful. Yeah. Though she, well, there she are those... found her, punched her in the face, and then walked off. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty badass. Well, there are those, like, cancer baiters where people do that. Yeah. Where they totally, I just don't understand I mean, I guess I can't understand because I don't. I'm not wired that way. But I mean, yeah. it just it makes no sense why yeah. you would do that. Look. No, I I don't either. I mean, it's just some. Um, I don't know. I don't know why you would do that either. I mean, there you just, some people are just wired to, to terribly wired. Mm. I really can't explain it. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I'm going to go to. All right. Oh, I do have an update from a story that I had uh, a few months, a couple months back, last month. There it is. Um, but they didn't identify this person, but the story was funny. So, But now they have identified her, so that's why I'm going to bring it back up again. So a woman who has now been identified as 46-year-old Trisha Ann Quartz has finally been arrested after drop-kicking a cake that she had ordered for her 7-year-old's birthday. Remember this? Mm-hmm. But, uh, while shouting yeah. expletives, but was able to run out of the store before they were able to identify who she was. Oh, they tracked her down. They tracked her down. Oh, good. 
Yes, so they have since been able to leak her or link, excuse me, link her to the assault on the ice cream shop employee. So this happened. Um, so they told, uh, so the employee told Royal Oak Police that the woman reached over the counter after she had finished making her the cake and slapped her in the head because the store was out of her desired flavor. After the assault, the customer quickly fled the business before she could be identified after drop kicking the cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were finally able to identify the woman. She's 46 years old, old enough to know better. Uh, she turned herself into police and uh, yesterday and was booked, arraigned, and released on a $1,000 bond. So she's scheduled to return to court on September 12th. This is my favorite sentence of the entire story. A call to the phone number linked to Cortez was answered by a person who claimed to be unable to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I, I am sorry. I do not speak, do not English. speak English. Uh, just drop kicking a cake. Drop kicking a cake. So there we have a 46 year old. And finally, my favorite story of the day. Well, besides the monkey. Imagine flossing. what else she's done. She's 46 years old. That's not the first time That's she's done That's the thing that she was caught fit. for. Yeah. That was the thing she was caught for. Oh, you know, there's something There's something between like zero and drop kicking a cake and, ha- and slapping an employee on the side of I'm the head. I'm going to guess something else has happened. Yeah, she looks like trouble. What's her name? Um, what is. Well, let me find her again. Her name is Trisha. T R I C I A Anne Cortez K O R T E S T E S Cortez Cortez I don't know I think it's Cortez Oh yeah yeah Oh boy so that's, that's a crazy eyes That's the type That is some crazy old white lady Oh yeah All right and do you have one more story This is my favorite one I guess they're all my favorites today but this is my favoriteest favoriteest one A German man has been accused of attacking another German man's car with a giant sausage. (laughs) You know we love our sausage stories. Well, a 49-year-old man allegedly is in trouble after throwing a 30-centimeter-long sausage at a BMW when the BMW driver uh, performed an inconsiderate parking maneuver. Is what it's called. Now I have to just picture that Germans all have, like, sausages in their pockets (laughs) ready to... Oh, that's, that's my pocket sausage. Well, that sounds... Uh, officers in, I don't even know, there's German words are weird, near Brandenburg. Realize that's a, that's a almost a foot-long sausage. Yeah, it's a big sausage. Uh, a big we're sausage. called out uh, on last Saturday at around 7 p.m. after complaints of insults and threats between the two men were causing a disturbance around the cars. Now, they had become embroiled in such a heated argument that the sausage-wielding German struck the car with his only weapon, his sausage, which was so large it caused a dent in the other man's car. Caused a dent? How? A solid what's the girth of this sausage? I mean, sausages can be pretty it's like girthy. a summer sausage. Could be. It doesn't say it. Just summer says a German sausage. Well, regular sausage can be pre- sausages can be pretty dense too. Oh, I know Nibbler is German, but yeah. yeah, okay. Well, now the incident is being investigated by police, and both men have been charged. Uh, so let's see. So, yeah, so they showed up because both of them were disturbing the peace. And they did arrest the 49-year-old for throwing the sausage against the vehicle and damaging the property. Mine sausage! They're, <laughs> they're both... So, uh, police are pursuing charges of verbal ab- abuse against both men. And yes, and the sausage-throwing guy is being investigated for damage to personal property. Wow. So there you have it. That's actually a true story in Germany of two men getting into a fight, and one of them literally threw a German sausage. Sausage crimes. At the other person. Sausage crimes in Germany. Mein Wurst. That's what that's what it is. Wurst is uh, sausage in German. That my mein Wurst. World of crazy. I'll try and drown him out. Mein Wurst.
Stop saying that. Jesus. I know a little bit of German. No, you don't. Was für Fisch haben Sie? Es ist nicht ganz das, was ich möchte. Sounds like you're speaking backwards. Mein Wurst! Mein Wurst! Mein Wurst. Oh, that's Meine what you're doing Wurst. over there. You're over there looking up German words, pretending that Meine you can speak Wurst. it. Meine Wurst. No, I, wait, I've got to do just a quick ball talk. Oh. Uh, Sarah's, Sarah's warm, so now she's getting a little cantankerous. She Greg. gets a little. You'll notice at the end of the shows, sometimes if Sarah either has to use the restroom or if she's too hot, she gets a little snippy. Oh, whoops, that's mine again. I'm not getting snippy, I'm getting just. Mine first! Shut up. Oh my god. It's getting discombobulated because it's getting. I'm starting to heat up. It's yep. heating to the core uh-huh. over here. Yep. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. Mine first! <laughs> Stop saying that. Oh, my God. I think that is the most irritating thing that's ever come out of your face. Oh, my God. It's so awful. I just picture a German guy in Lederhosen all, all messed up. All just, oh, it's all rattled. Mein Wurst. Stop saying. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is the most He's got the little hat thing. on and like a little beard and his arms are shaking in the air. His fists are in the air. Mind vest. <laughs> oh my God, Greg. I like after all these years, I didn't think you could still like, like the most irritating thing to come out of your mouth was yet to come. I did not know that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. First up in Greg finds himself hilarious in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> oh, he's, he's ticked off. All right. First up. Okay, if you're in the live chat, exactly. What John just posted, that's that's what I'm picturing. Mind vest. All right. Uh, Got to focus. Got to focus. Okay. The Olympics are happening, Sarah. The you didn't Olympics. say your ball talk. Oh, I already said it. No, you didn't. No, you've been screaming about I'm your Craig Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. <laughs> All right. In the Olympics are happening. I don't know if you're aware of this. The Olympic Games, they happen whoa, once. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Olympic Games the are happening? Summer Games happen every four years, and then every two years in between there are the Winter Games. So doesn't that mean that the Winter Games happen every four years, too? Yes, but they're two years offset from the Summer Games. Okay, so each of them happen every Didn't four years. Didn't used to be that way. They used to all happen in the same... The same year. I think that changed in like 88 or 92 or something. Because I remember them, yeah, because during our lifetime. Yeah, it was like 92. I think Barcelona may have been the last one. just trying to make things up. No, it wasn't Barcelona. It was Barcelona Barcelona and then Lilyhammer was 94. Oh, that was a good TV show. I wonder what ever happened to that. It didn't get renewed again. Oh, okay. Yep. I liked it. It's done. Um, But the big scandal, the overriding thing that's happening right now, I'll just give another update on this, is Ryan Lochte and his gang of morons the from the U.S. swim team. I feel like they're like bad boys, like like snapping. Oh, they're not bad boys. They're just idiots. They're like moronic, like it's a moronic, like swimming gang. Yeah, they're just drunk morons uh, who made the U.S. look amazing. Yeah, we're not getting mocked enough. Thanks, thanks, buddies. No, yeah, thanks, assholes. Thanks for uh, contributing to the stigma and the general feeling about Americans being like privileged we were doing, assholes. We were doing okay for a couple of years there. 
And well, now it's back to... I don't to- know. They just... What these guys have done is just confirmed everything for everyone else, so it's... No, no, I'm saying, like, America wasn't the laughing stock for, like, a couple years, and yeah. now it's back. Like, it was kind of nice... Yeah. A few years back where, like, we weren't, like, the laughing stock of the entire world. Yeah. And yeah. now we're back. Yeah. So, anyway, what these guys did is... Uh, you can read the whole story. I won't. I won't go through the whole thing. Anyway, they lied about getting robbed at gunpoint, saying that uh, yeah they got pulled over and they got robbed at gunpoint in Rio while they were out coming back to the village. Turns out all that was a lie. What happened is they went to a shell station on the way back. They were wasted, peed on the side of the building, broke down the bathroom door, got into a scuffle with the security guard, and then gave the gave the security guard and the manager money for the door and left. And then they went back and lied. So if it, it had just been that, that's bad enough. I mean, that's, you guys are fucking assholes and you, you know, that's, that's a, that's an asshole move. Breaking down a door and peeing on somebody's building. Yeah. Um, and getting into a scuffle with a security guard. That's bad enough as it is, but the, really the worst part is the coming back and lying and saying that you got mugged. Yeah, that's pretty awful. That's pretty bad. And uh, Brazil is taking it quite seriously. So two of the guys who hadn't given statements saying that they were robbed, they were allowed to leave. They they gave their statement. They were allowed to leave. And I don't think they're going to have to pay anything as far as I know because they didn't file a false report. Mm -hmm. Ryan Lochte, they want him, but he's already back in the U.S. So he was gone before they... Then he is never going to Brazil ever again. He will never be going to Brazil again. Mm -hmm. The other guy is stuck there and he just had to pay 10 grand um, for a... The guy, did he lie? Yeah. Was he with the light? Okay. He was one of the guys he was who able to went get out? the story. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to jail him forever over this. I mean, it's not that, but they want to make a point because Brazil, I mean, that was a worldwide story. You know, one of the top swimmers at the Olympics robbed at gunpoint. I mean, that's terrible for Brazilian tourism. It's a, the worst publicity they could possibly want. And oh, then yeah. it turns out this guy lied about it. So they're pissed and rightfully so. So yeah, he's going to have to pay 10 grand. Uh, Ryan Lochte is kind of issued an apology. There's still more coming out about this. But yeah, it's um, just assholes. Yeah. Like, seriously, you guys. Making us look... You're embarrassing. You're embarrassing us. And there's so many good stories from the Olympics, too. And that should not... They should not be overshadowing that. We have to remember that. There's so many positive stories. I mean, Michael Phelps, Katie Ledecky, uh, Simone... Uh, now I'm blanking on her name. The the gymnast. The swimmer. There's a lot of really good stories. Mm. And these assholes are overshadowing their teammates. That sucks. Yeah. Ryan Lochte, douchebag. Also, he's 32 years old. He's not, it's not like he's 19. Oh, I thought he was like. No, he's 32. Oh, yeah, that's old enough to know better. Old enough to know better and old enough to know not. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but it's, again, it's the lying part that, that's the really bad part. Anyway, there we go. Leave it to that. Jackasses. Uh, But moving on to ball talk, uh, Usain Bolt. Is going to compete today. Usain Bolt is awesome. Uh huh. No, he's really rad. Uh, world's fastest man, th- three three Olympics in a row. He's the first person I believe to have ever done that. Th- win the one hundred and the two hundred meter, three Olympics in a row. And now he could go for his other one. He's also been the winner of the four by one hundred relay with his Jamaican teammates. And oh wow! That is today. I think at like three thirty Pacific time, something like that, where he goes for it, and he will have the triple triple. Nobody's ever done that. A triple, triple. A triple, triple. Usain Bolt. That's awesome. He says he's not going to run anymore after this, so if you get a chance to watch him or even watch the replays, just watch him. There's there's not an athlete. like. Yeah. I mean, it's it's him and Michael Phelps are like the Michael Jordans of their sport. 
I mean, there's just there's nobody that's ever been as good as them. Yeah. So there you go. All right. I'll leave it at that. Let me conclude this weekend. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, they're Bring all first. over. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. All right, there we go. That is today's best of 2016 I episode. Hate that so much. Oh my god. <laughs> so many more coming up this week. We've got <laughs> ones for Thursday and Friday. Huge shout out to Next Adventure, one of our fine sponsors, nextadventure.net. Go there and make all of your sporting purchases and ne- dreams. Yes, and dreams. Come true. Purchase dreams and they'll come true. Yes. Uh, we're done talking for today. The sure. There we go. That's is Fun Employment Radio. Thanks so much. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Follow us on Facebook, Fun Employment Radio on Twitter at Fun Amp Radio and like us on iTunes and all of those other places that you find podcasts. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.